Welcome to another edition of Inside the Economy. I'm Larry Howes. Before we get started, quick announcement. Most of you should have received emails saying we've rebranded ourselves to SHJ Wealth Advisors. Change logo. Eventually, there'll be a different web page. But I just want to tell everybody there's nothing else changed in the office. Everybody's still there. And uh, Joel and I decided it was time to modernize a few things. So today, I want to talk about getting ready for the Fed. Quick look at the numbers. Nothing here unexpected. CPI is still a little high, come in about 7. Unemployment, 3.9. Price of oil is a little high. It's 85. I say a little high. By historical standards, that's not bad. But recently, that's a little high. Interest rates have shifted up. And yes, we'll spend a little time on that today. What we want to be clear about is... Consumers are spending holiday sales. They were robust, and we've talked about this before. A lot of the holiday sales were done by the first part of November. But even November and December, which this chart reflects, were up high. About a third of this was actually the results of inflated prices, the costs of poor supply chain, so on and so forth. But most of it was spending, just like this. There was a lot of spending on things and inventory, the red is inverted. The inventory is down, spending was up. There was stuff on the shelves, Walmart, Target, look great. There is less inventory in warehouses now, that's a supply problem. But everything that was available, not everything, but almost everything that was available got sold. This just came out of the New York Fed this morning. I didn't think it was going to be so robust, but this is the change in household spending. This is not just inflated numbers. This is people out buying stuff, small stuff, big stuff, all kinds of things, including some fairly expensive used cars. Wages are up a little bit. Hourly wages, salaried wages have crept up. It's not just going from $7 an hour to $15 or to $18. It's all over the board. Wages are up a little bit. But historically, if you look back, Department of Labor just put this out saying wages are way up. Yeah, from the 80s, way up. But if you do a analysis of what the wages are after inflation, and we know inflation's been very low the last decade, they've really been flat. Not a lot of cost of living riders in wages or hourly workers, so on and so forth. This is indicative of, well, you need to change how people get compensated. Some employers are doing better at it than others. Some people are having strikes. Some people are getting unions. Some people are ahead of the curve and they're paying their people more and giving them more what they want. That'll be sorted out in 2022. Gasoline is up. It's higher than it's been in a long time. Some of this is supply. Some of this is demand is, has gone up a little bit, but it's more supply issues. It's not like there's lacking crude oil in the world. One of the things I like to follow is mortgages. Yeah, they're up a little bit, and I say that with a smile. Gee, they're up. They're up to three and three quarters, meaning from a practical standpoint, you get a 30-year 3.8 with a half a point. But there's room for the Fed to increase. They're still applying for mortgages. They're applying for mortgages because they want to pay three and three quarters rather than four and a quarter. But 
Inflation is everywhere. Countries report their inflation differently. Some of this is currency, some of it is supply problems, some of it is changes in prices for like commodities, so on and so forth. A lot of it is the US dollars remain strong and everybody else is dropping. So it costs more to buy US goods and fundamentally it costs more to buy anything. So when your currency is depreciating, you already have some inflation built into your system. Inflation is short-term. We've already seen some areas where it's cooling, hasn't turned yet, but it's cooling. It's going to go away. It's not gonna keep building. These new wages, some of the new prices that are built into things, they're going to stay for the foreseeable future. They're not going to keep going. A lot of the prices have already adjusted and we're waiting for the supply chain to clear out, wages to get paid, but they're not going to keep inflating. Here's where the Fed is. Basically the cost of money, the discount rate, the rate the Fed charges banks when they need to borrow money. Fundamentally it's zero. Technically it's a quarter of a point, 25 basis points. Right now, if you look at the yields, it's uh, 17 basis points. They have no room. The Fed needs to raise rates, probably starting in March. In my opinion, it ought to be three quarters of a point in 2022. It might be more. The underlying economy is doing very well. The spending is good. Inflation is there, that's a rationalization. There's a number of rationalizations out there. And the reaction of the stock market is very clear. It's down again today. We might be in correction territory in the S&P 500. We are in correction territory in the NASDAQ. It's fundamentally good news. When the cost of money goes up, the valuation for a lot of these companies, especially companies that don't make a profit, and there's a lot of them that don't make a profit, their valuation goes down. The market is adjusting in anticipation of the Fed increasing rates. The other side of the coin, are there problems on the government side? No, they're really not. A lot of the stimulus payments are over. Revenues have picked up a little bit. Revenues have been better than they have for a while. A lot of that is capital gains. There's a lot of reasons for it. But the government side of thing isn't a source of an issue. Here's what you have. This is the stock market anticipating where the Fed is going to go. Let's call it 25 in March, 25 in June, 25 in October, maybe more. It's not a bad thing, it is overdue. A couple of questions on the S&P. Are there just a few of the companies that are doing real well that are driving the whole market up? Well, there's two types of S&P 500s. The red here is the regular one you see all the time. The other one is the quote equal weight, the S&P 500, where all the companies are weighted equally in the index. Right now, large cap companies, people like Microsoft, so on and so forth, Facebook, have done exceptionally well, and they weigh the average, increase the average in the S&P 500. The equal weight treats everybody the same, and it has fundamentally done well. It has flattened out a little bit before the technology companies have, because earnings have mellowed. Their growth, although dramatic, has mellowed a little bit, fine. So the valuation should mellow. And they've done that. And I've had a couple of questions about, well, gee, isn't there a lot of margin debt out there? Margin debt meaning borrow on your brokerage account to buy more stock. 
Well, there is some margin debt out there. This is not 1929. It's not borrowed from banks, unsecured to buy more speculative stock. A lot of this margin money is out doing other things. But even some of it is buying more stock. It's still less than a trillion dollars worth of margin debt. The stock market's about 53 trillion. So this is 2%. It is not a driving force. It is not a bubble. So, sum up. Fed should raise rates. It's fine. It's not bad news. The market isn't anticipating that. If they don't raise rates, I think it will be a curiosity why they haven't. I don't think the market will, wow, let's, let's start growing again. We need to get some more cost of money in the system. Bring money markets up so you're getting, be nice to get one, one and a half. It's not bad news. I'm sorry that the January 2022 has been so bad. It's probably not over, but it's not going to be a disaster. It's anticipating of a lot better things to come. Well, thanks for joining me. As usual, send questions along, info at shwj.com. Thanks for joining me.